Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. In today's message, I wanted to focus on those days when things have actually gone well. Um, And looking at the fact that actually no matter how well things are going and how good we feel, there's possibly always a way that we could make today even better. And we should never lose that impetus to strive to improve. So how could I have made today even better, even if I've won the day? It's approaching four years since I began journaling. I read about the five-minute journal as a means of bookending each day with a healthy dose of gratitude and positivity. I came to journaling for the promise of a more positive and appreciative attitude towards life. I've stayed for the benefits it's brought about in my outlook generally. One of the prompts that a five-minute journal provides when I reflect on the day that's passed is how could I have made today even better? This, combined with a prompt to list three amazing things that have happened today, seems to ensure, if I do the journaling, that I go to bed with my mind focused on the positives of the day. It also seems to act as a healthy spur for my subconscious to consider the ways in which tomorrow may be even better through my actions. My motives for starting journaling were part of a drive to become a better version of myself. I'd long recognised traits of pessimism, negativity and dissatisfaction bordering upon anger as dominant within my personality. In spite of being considered by many around me as generally cheery, I also felt like I was missing out on a significant helping of joy that could be taken from my daily life. The only thing stopping me from appreciating this, I acknowledged, was myself. I stumbled upon personal development, entered into the rabbit hole of self-growth, and I think my life's improved substantially. Maybe life's just as good as it was before, except that now I can see it for what it was. Charles Dickens said, reflect upon your present blessings, of which every man has plenty, not on your past misfortunes, of which all men have some. What I want to share is something I've learned through my answers to that question. How could I have made today even better, as I reflect upon days when everything seems to have gone my way? Here's how I've got there. So, the five-minute journal doesn't encourage writing vast amounts of text. But the space allocated to answering this question is certainly the largest of each day. How could I have made today even better? What struck me is that even following the best of days, I seldom struggle to find a few things to note down. I'll state from the outset that this isn't because I'm such a perfectionist or that my personal standards are ridiculously high. It's merely that there's always room for improvement and space to have done more of what matters the most. Here's what I've recognised I could have done better, even on my best days. I could have celebrated victories less. I'm prone to recognising successes and failures, and then analysing them as the outcomes arising from the things that I've done. This is useful to a point in that successes should be celebrated and appreciated, and failures also present a good opportunity for learning. Once the moment has passed and the dust has settled, there's a lot to be said for drawing a line under it and for moving forwards. To celebrate an achievement excessively, or too often, may lead to a tendency to live off past victories. 
it may mean taking credit for things that weren't of my own making and were down to luck and good fortune instead. To spend too much time thinking about them may mean I draw connections between cause and effect that simply aren't there. It's far healthier and more beneficial in my view to recognise the win, to accept it for what it is, and to give myself some acknowledgement for it, and then to move on. I completed a testing workout, made progress in a project, published an article, made a sale. All these are good outcomes, but in a day or two they'll mean little if I don't keep on taking action and bring about more of the same. The second room for, place where there's room for improvement is that I could have wasted less time. With ever greater self-awareness and a personal mission to waste as little of my time as possible, I still marvel at how easy it is to lose 15 minutes, an hour or even a day either in attending to routine tasks or being sucked in by the lure of social media and other distractions. When I congratulate myself in my journal, gratefully acknowledging some accomplishment or another, my conscience is usually on hand to remind me of the half hour I lost on Facebook or the time spent watching the spin-off of the spin-off of the YouTube video that I'd intended to watch. I've no expectations or desire to become machine-like in my productivity and focus. And often, one person's wasted time is another person's downtime or relaxation. What I can say with certainty is that no matter how focused I try and be, I can usually reflect on at least half an hour or so each day when I could have made better use of it. The third area for improvement is that I could have spent less time thinking about the future and what was coming next. One other thing I need to get better at is in reducing the time, energy and mind space that I waste in looking forward to positive things and dreading what I think will be unpleasant. It's good to anticipate and daydream about the things that are likely to be positive or pleasurable. Over the years I've found that as a rule the more time I think I spend thinking about something in advance the less chance it has of measuring up to my heightened expectations. The converse is also true. Something I'm dreading rarely warrants the misery or angst I devoted to it beforehand. I suppose this is a roundabout way of reminding myself of the importance of being present, living in the moment and being in the here and now. Number four, I could have invested myself more fully and wholly in my relationships. For all the drive and determination I feel towards my goals, I recognise that by far the most important aspect of my life is the relationships I'm blessed to enjoy. It's notable then that the, a day in which I may have crushed a workout, dealt with a challenge at work, written an article with which I'm pleased, or made progress with a project, what has often suffered is the time I've devoted to communicating with or spending time with my nearest and dearest. The time writing the blog came at the expense of calling my parents as I'd intended. The workout was done when the kids watched Netflix. I could have answered the FaceTime call from my daughter, but I was in the middle of tweaking a sales deck and couldn't lose focus. I could have met a friend for coffee, but instead I scheduled a meeting with a prospect. Progress and success are great, but when they come at the expense of our interpersonal relationships with those we supposedly put above all else, then maybe they're not wins after all. Jim Rohn said that those who seek a better life must first become a better person. And when each day draws to a close, I found enormous benefit in being able to draw a line beneath it by focusing on the positives of that day. A grateful mind is a contented mind, and a mind that's generally at peace with itself. What I'm keen to ensure is that I, it doesn't also become a complacent mind. 
As I've been reminded at many points throughout my life, complacency is one of the root causes for decay and failure. It tends to prompt the positive results to dwindle and the wins to become fewer and more far between. Tempering this self-satisfaction with gratitude by reflecting on how good things could have, good things could be made even better is, I think, a healthy way of combating this complacency and can surely lead only to ever greater accomplishments in the future. At least that's my hope. I hope you can think about ways in which you could make even the good days better so that ultimately you can see a greater improvement in the better days in your life. Until next time, this is Toby saying goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life Podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.